Welcome to the Sounder Podcast brought to you by True Ballistics. I'm your host, Charlie Lobner, and I'm coming at you live from Lookout Studios to keep you informed and up to date on the hog hunting tournament trail, where hunters from across the country can compete to win prizes each month just for going out and doing what they already love to do. If you are a hog hunter interested in joining a tournament or would like to sign up to help support our cause, you can do so at www.trueballisticsllc.com forward slash tournaments. Prizes will be given out to our winners at the end of every month for most hogs eradicated and submitted, as well as a chance to win sweepstakes prizes for all contestants signed up. Join me as we dive deep into the controversial issues surrounding wild hogs and the first-hand hunting experiences from contestants. If you have any questions about the tournament and its rules, or would like to share any hog hunting-related stories, feel free to email me at charlie at Thanks for tuning in, and hope you enjoy the show. All right, everybody, welcome back. Hope you all are having a great weekend out there. Um, want to get started by giving everybody the heads up. You know, if you're listening to this, chances are you're here in Texas. Uh, dove season is here. It is right around the corner for, for south zone. You got north zone, central zone already started. You had a, the special white wing season open up here in the south just uh, last weekend. Uh, if you have not gotten your uh, hunting license up to date, you got a new hunting license, you need to need to go do that before you can go out there and, and hunt birds because uh, the man in green will get you. Also, make sure you're following all the guidelines, uh, putting your uh, plug in your tube if you are running a pump or a semi-action shotgun. If you're running uh, over and under or side-by-side, side, you really ain't got to worry about it. But uh, just a friendly reminder because um, – I know a few guys in the past that we've gone out open a weekend and we are getting decoys and everything set up on on barbed wire fence and getting ready to hunt and they realized, oh shoot, I don't have my license. So they end up, you know, heading to town uh, to go buy a license in the middle of a hunt while we're sitting out there killing birds. Don't be that guy. Uh, also, don't be the guy that uh, when the man in green comes walking up, you're getting a fat ticket because you do not have a hunting license. Um, other than that, Best of luck to y'all. Uh, stay safe. Uh, hopefully we have a better season. I'm talking personally uh, from my area that we have a better season than we did last year because last year was very slow. I went out four times. I got a total of four doves, uh, not even enough for an appetizer in my family. So last year was it was a dud. We do have talks of, I think, an early front coming in. So maybe they're chasing that front. Maybe they're right in front of it. Um, might pick up, and the only problem with that, and I've seen this in the past, is sometimes you get an early front, you may have a really good hunt for, you know, a few days, and then as soon as that front's done, move through, it's like it pushed all the doves out of the area, and, you know, this is all, this is just me speaking. You may have completely different uh, luck wherever you're hunting, but generally in my neck of the woods, in my little piece of property, we – we have a couple good days of hunting before front, and then once the front's done and moved through, we could pack up the shotguns. We're pretty much done for the season, so we're going to figure that out. We're going to see how it goes. Um, if I can, if I can get me a limit, I mean, I don't have a very big family. We don't eat a whole lot, so I can uh, at least get one one good meal on the pit with some birds. I'd be a happy camper, and uh, just want to wish everybody the best of luck this year. Be safe. Um, want to go into um, uh, uh, submissions for for the tournament. There's an issue brought up to me uh, here recently. Guys have been having problems with uh, 
especially guys with with an iPhone. Uh, typically, if you're running like a Galaxy Android, you you don't have this problem. That's that's what I have. I don't have to worry about running the Dropbox through my phone. Um, but technology is constantly changing. Phones are constantly updating. Um, you buy the newest phone today, and tomorrow they got another one that's even better coming out. So uh, we have to constantly adapt to technology. One thing that has been brought to my uh, attention is guys having to use the Dropbox app with their iPhone. Um, this is something that we have we have learned over time when we first got started that we had to get Dropbox for iPhone. So when you, um, especially a large number of pigs, when you go out and say you say you have a trap and you catch 20 hogs in that trap, well, you have to take uh, two pictures per hog. So that comes out to 40 pictures that you are going to be submitting into our website uh, through Dropbox. Now, that's, that's a lot of data. That's going to take up a lot of time. Um, I recommend if this happens to you, you get a lot of pigs on the ground. Uh, I recommend that you cut, uh, instead of submitting all of them at once, you do them like maybe four or five at a time. It's actually going to work a lot faster that way. Um, and then what you need to do when this happens is once you load like your first four or five, um, go ahead and clear your Dropbox out, upload the next four or five, uh, from there and keep doing that process. Keep, keep clearing your Dropbox out. I know it's kind of a pain, um, but it's going to work a lot faster than uploading them all at one time. And then on top of that, what we tend to see uh, happen a lot is you get guys that um, with 20 pigs, their phone's sitting there loading, 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 loading. All of a sudden, you know, it shows that it's done. They really don't think anything of it. Well, then uh, they check the leaderboard after I, I approved everything and they see that they only got 16 hogs on the board instead of 20 or whatever the number may be. Um, this is because Dropbox for some reason just decided it didn't want to upload all the pigs. Um, if this happens, it's as simple as, as emailing me. If you have my number, you can message me, uh, email me at charlie at the sounder podcast.com and I will help you out. I can send you all the pigs I have, uh, back to you, you can go through it and figure out the four that you didn't, or however many that didn't get uploaded, and send those back to me. I'll get them approved for you. Uh, but with, this is something that we have we've noticed in the past with large number of hogs being submitted at once. Um, good friend of mine, Punisher Hunting, is really out there knocking the pigs down, and he's brought this to my attention. We've been working on it and uh, trying to get a better way through. But like I said, technology is constantly changing and. Guys, we make ammo here. We're, I'm an I'm an ammo guy. I, I'm not a, a computer wizard, so uh, <laughs> just be be uh, be a little patient with me. And we're gonna we're gonna work this out, and we're gonna work out all the kinks, and we're gonna get this thing as fast as possible, as easy as possible. We got a lot of plans for this tournament if it keeps growing, uh, which it is, guys. Are, are, we're getting new hunters in, and uh, we're getting a lot of excitement about it. And we just appreciate all the support and uh, any feedback that I can get from you hunters that are that are working with this in the field. Um, I want to make this as easy as possible. So please feel free to, to reach out to me and, and let me know what we can do on our side to make things easier for you because we want you to compete. Uh, I don't want you to feel like this is necessarily a chore. You're already out there hunting hogs. I want you to have an incentive to hunt them a little harder and, and maybe win a prize because we got some prizes that are coming out this, this month. Uh, I announced them on last week's show. If you didn't catch that, uh, stay tuned. I'm going to be announcing the, the prizes for first, second, and third uh, for this month of September. Uh, with that, I want to jump into 
the leaderboard for the month. We have the leaderboard for True Hog Hunters tournaments. Uh, right now, we have a barn burner, uh, but it's only the first week of September. We got a lot of hunting to do, and a lot of there's going to be there's a lot of pigs out there to hunt. So we've seen comebacks before. Guys be you know up twenty seven, you know thirty something hogs. Uh, for the month, like right off the bat, and then they kind of slack off or life gets busy and they don't get to hunt as much, and then you got somebody who goes out there and just slowly catches up, catches up, and next thing you know, uh, they stole the lead with like the last day of the month and end up going home with the first place prize. So uh, just because it's a barn burner in the first day, the first week of the of the month, doesn't mean it's going to continue that way. Um, people get busy and life happens, so don't feel like you're not in the race if – you know, when you hear these numbers. But that being said, I want to give a big shout-out to Punisher Hunting for putting up such good numbers right off the bat and, and basically uh, uh, setting the bar for the month, man. September is is proven to be uh, exactly what we thought it would be as we finished up summertime going into fall. We knew as soon as these fields got plowed, as soon as everything got harvested, that these pig numbers were going to pick up, and, and they sure have. Punisher hunting sitting in first place right now with 42 hogs. Um, that's only a couple hunts. I mean, just right out right out of the gate, um, getting out there and putting them down. Uh, second place is, is a new guy uh, on the list um, for the month, uh, Board Patrol, with a total of four hogs. So getting right in it right off the bat. Um, a new hunter, that's always good to see. And then uh, third place is our good friend, BCBH, Travis. Uh, you've, you've heard Travis. He's been on the show before. You heard him. Uh, he's worked here at True Ballistics. He actually just took a job opportunity and is gone uh, but left on good terms. And, Travis, if you're listening to this, man, we miss you, buddy. Wish you the best of luck uh, out there in the real world. And I wish you the best of luck in the hunting tournament, guy. So be careful out there. We are uh, – we're getting into it, you know. We're gonna be in fall here pretty quick. We're gonna start seeing temperature change. We're gonna go into a time change here pretty quick. Um, so I expect to see these numbers. I expect to see a lot of a lot of hunters competing. We have a lot to give away here uh, this month. Starting off with our first place, uh, sitting in it. Uh, well, right now, like I said, it's Punisher Hunting. Uh, right now, you have one heck of a lead so you are uh you have the best chance of winning the first place prize a benelli nova pump action 12 gauge uh this is more of like a tactical 12 gauge it's not uh of course you can you can buy longer barrels for bird hunting stuff but um <clears throat> great little little home defense shotguns and keeping the truck uh i i keep a, a shotgun very similar to this uh at the house or living in the country uh my my biggest fear is snakes, especially with uh, two little ones and a bunch of dogs and stuff running around the house. Uh, we do get the occasional rattlesnake. I got a pond not too far from the house. I got a river in my backyard. We also get quite a bit of like water moccasins and and everything else. So every now and then that that shotgun is an absolute lifesaver. Um, of course, you know with the shotgun you can also run buckshot and slug and you can hunt with it as well. So great pig gun for for close quarters, thick brush. Uh, second place is going to be going home with a Sun Optics Red Dot Scope, and who doesn't need one of those uh, in the hog hunting world? Very handy tool. And then third place is going to be going home with a quart of pig oil from Elusive Wildlife and 20 rounds of True Ballistics ammunition. Uh, speaking of ammunition, uh, right now going into dove season, 
the big question is where can I find uh, shotgun ammo, good shotgun. A lot of guys looking for high brass, and I do not have an answer for you. We, uh, we got a big shipment in last year, a uh, couple pallets worth of 12-gauge, and it was gone in a matter of weeks, uh, and that was because we moved it pretty slow. Um, now, um, you're gonna if you're gonna if you're looking for good stuff, high brass, uh, really good hunting ammo, it, you're gonna pay for it, and it's hard to find. Uh, I don't know. Generally, depending on where you're at, you may even see limits on it. Uh, I do expect that we'll see you know some cheaper stuff, you know, some Winchester, Remington. You know, I'm, I'm sure you'll be able to go to your, your nearest Walmart or something like that and Academy and, and buy cases of that. So I, I'm not too worried about there being like a shortage of shotgun ammo. I think more what we're going to see is a shortage of, of what we want, the good stuff. Um, and I, I know some guys are, you know, the majority of bird hunters out there really don't care. Um, some guys, you know, they, they're a little bit more picky. Um some people just going out there if, if they hunt like 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 I did growing up. It's it's mainly you know sitting on the tailgate listening to the radio waiting for a bird to fly over the pond, and then you have like six guys all shooting at the same bird. Um, that being said, we weren't very picky with our ammo back then. Uh, where I started to see a difference in, in shotgun ammunition is when I I started uh, basically hunting a lot more by myself, um, and I would hit a bird. Uh, with some cheaper stuff and I would see feathers fly off of it I would cripple it it would it would start to come down but it never would come down it would just kind of you know glide into the nearest brush line and I'd have to go out there and try to find it or maybe it went down you know uh, 60 yards from me and I'm having to walk through the grass try to because I don't have a bird dog I have a golden retriever he's not a bird dog Um, he, he likes to swim around the pond and make a lot of noise and, and grab a stick and brush it against your leg. That's about all he's good for. Uh, but in, in that case, a bird dog would be handy, but I just ain't got time for that. Um, but, yeah, so when I started using – I started using Rio, like, high brass, uh, like, seven and a half shot, and uh, I started noticing, you know, I didn't change anything in the way I was shooting. I was using the same gun. Uh, but I was actually like knocking birds out of the sky. Um, I think it was just the fact that I was using better ammo, better load, more consistent load, I think is probably what I'm going for. Uh, generally, when you're buying ammunition of any sort, whether it be pistol, shotgun, rifle, generally when you spend more money on it, um, it's because of two different reasons. The components are better. Um, what, what actually is used to make that ammo from the primer uh, to the bullet, the powder, <clears throat> and uh, the casing, um, or the shell, all, all that is, is generally made better. Um, and that being said, that, that is more consistent right off the bat. And then usually the process that is done to make that ammo is a slower, more consistent process. Uh, and that's where you end up paying a little bit more money for it. You could find cheap ammo all day still. I mean... Um, you could find full metal jackets, stuff like that. I, I wouldn't say you could find it all day, but you could find it. It's out there. The price has gone up, uh, but it's still there. Um, you're just not going to get I, – I got guys asking me for, for good 308 ammunition, and I, I don't have it. I don't have 308 right now. I don't have 6.5, Creedmoor. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the common hunting rounds are 270, 243, 30-06. Still pretty hard to come by in today's world, at least good stuff. You can run into it every now and then, and I suggest – 
I suggest that you do find it to go ahead and buy it, wherever it is, whatever brand it is. If, if, if it's something that you shoot, um, just because of, of if you've kept up with any of our recent politics and everything else going on in the world, it, it's a very hectic situation going on, and I don't see the ammo shortage problem, uh, and, and I, don't, I definitely don't see the price getting any better anytime soon, um, at least not in the next three years, if you catch my drift. So just, um, yeah, if you see it, man, get it. Um, don't, don't be scared because um, you're going to go back and, and not be able to find it later on. That's just my, my guess. Um, this world is constantly changing. The industry is constantly changing. Um, and we're doing all we can here at True Ballistics to, to keep ammo out the door. So oh, and that being said, everybody that's been uh, – supportive of us been you know calling us and uh understanding patient with us as, as we try to get as much ammo out the door as possible we want to say thank you um if you're looking for something in particular like i said you can uh email me at charlie at the sounder podcast.com and uh or charlie at true ballistics llc.com and i will get back to you as quick as i can and try to help you out with whatever needs you have just be understanding that Components are short. Um, I've been noticing a, a trend here lately. I, I want to kind of get off the ammo topic because I really got off topic there for a minute. Uh, go back to pigs. I've been seeing a trend in the submission of hogs that I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about. And that being that is I'm seeing a lot of mature sows being submitted, um, eradicated and submitted. That's what we need to do as hog hunters. We have to go after the females. They are, we're talking about, we're doing this, this tournament as an incentive to go out there and, and eradicate more pigs um, to bring down the total population of wild hogs because they are such a destructive and invasive species. They compete with everything. I mean, all the native wildlife, um, they're, they're, they're just a constant, they're co- the constant problem with, with farmers, ranchers, landowners, uh, and they are just getting out of hand it's getting out of control and it's becoming a, a major issue here in the united states particularly the the south and southeastern united states uh and they are just slowly taking over state after state and you're starting to see more and more of them um this this is a problem when i when i say you know uh, for the agricultural community it, it is becoming a major problem um and we're seeing the spread of disease in cattle. You're seeing uh, spread of disease in all kinds of livestock. Um, you're seeing farmland being just destroyed overnight. And it's putting a lot of ranchers, farmers, and landowners in a, in a pretty bad situation in the fact that it's, it costs money. And I know a lot of guys think that, oh, but, you know, you have land, you got money to fix it, blah, blah, blah. That, that's not always the case. You know, some of these people are hanging on by a thread. A lot of farmers out there, you know, busting their tail to make a living. And if they wake up one day and they got 100 acres of corn that have just been wiped out overnight, that could that could be the, the difference in them uh, keeping their land or not being able to pay. There's taxes involved. There's everything that's involved, uh, especially with a small farm operation. You know, some of the bigger guys can take a big hit like that, and they're still going to live to see the next season. They won't sweat it as much. But small farm operations – Guys out there, you know, uh, doing everything they can to get by, and they're they're very uh, 
reliant on on the spring and summertime season and everything else, wild hogs can really put a hurt on these guys. So we need to go out there and do everything we can to, to bring this population down because we're seeing an explosion. And I think with all the rain that we've had, um, a lot of guys weren't over the summertime, you know, they weren't late spring, early summer, weren't able to go out there and, and put up big numbers. Uh, a lot of trappers weren't able to put up big numbers. Um, and the pigs were just basically, you know, eating a, a free buffet every night uh, and breeding like rabbits. And that's exactly what they do. You know, a mature sow can do two, three litters a year, you know, and they can have up to like 15 pit piglets in a litter. Um, that's a mature sow. You're, you're generally not going to see that. And, and your younger sows, but I think as they get a, a few years old and they've already had a couple, I think over time they'll just end up having more and more and more. Um, and that that's a that comes from, in, in my opinion, you, you know, you have you have hogs like breeder hogs, you have farm raised pigs. Um, if those pigs are bred to eat and to breed, that's what we in the agricultural world do. And with anything, whether it's cattle, goats, anything, we, we want to, we, you know, you're starting to see it now uh, in a lot of, like, the whitetail uh, farms uh, where they where they breed whitetails. You're starting to see where they're, they're going after uh, the females that produce twins and triplets. Uh, and you're, you're going after, same thing with pigs. You're, you want that, that sow that's going to produce the most hogs when she gives birth. Well, what happens sometimes is these farmer's pigs get off the farm and they go out and they become wild because they've escaped. And now you have a, a wild hog um, who breeds with this, this sow, this, this farmer's sow, and now they're going to basically create a... She's going to breed just like she would uh, with a farmer's boar, and she's going to have multiple, maybe 15 or more piglets and so that's i think that what we're starting to see a lot of and and i see it in uh you know the, the color patterns are very much like these show hogs that you see uh when you go to like livestock shows you're starting to see a lot of that out on just people's land they're running wild um and it's becoming a major issue we got guys going out and killing 20 hogs and more a night and they're running the same properties year in and year out time and time again that's a problem you know it's one thing to go out and you know it's kind of like deer you know if I go out and and I was to hunt say I let my brother my cousins and everybody in my family go out and hunt a whitetail on our small piece of property within a year or two we, we would no longer see uh very good whitetail because we'd wiped out good genetics We'd, uh, we wouldn't have any shooter bucks. We have a 13-inch roll in our county uh, of bucks inside spread. us would be 13 inches or, or wider. And we all went and shot, you know, uh, a legal buck. We would soon, very rapidly, wipe out all our shooter bucks. And we'd be stuck with, you know, immature, very high and tight racks. And then nobody, you know, not everybody would be able to get a deer the next year or the year after. With pigs, it's a different story. We, we can have everybody go out and, and shoot, 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 shoot. And then we may run the pigs off our property for a few weeks, maybe a couple months. And then right after that, they're coming back. And they're going to come back with their friends. The, the problem is never going away. It's just moving to somebody else's land. 
that is is where we as as hunters are failing. Um, we're not covering enough covering enough ground, um, and we're not being as we're not staying on top of it. We're not being consistent. Uh, we really need to go out there and hunt night in, night out. And I, I know that that's, that's a lot to ask. But, man, if you just pressure these things, make them uncomfortable, make them move. Uh, when they have all the food they can eat and the shelter, they live in a stress-free life pretty much. Um, there's enough sows out there. Boars ain't having to really compete. Um, not like a whitetail, not in rut. You know, sometimes you get – some of these some of these areas where you know the population is just right you got bucks having to compete they're fighting um makes it for a really exciting deer season but uh hogs ain't really like that they uh because there's so many of them out there they, they don't have to compete near as hard and i and i feel like they just kind of have their their pick of the litter when you're dominant i think you get pick of the litter but there's there's enough uh there's enough sounds out there to keep you know even even the weakest boar happy um and that's all that's on their mind eat sleep and breed that's all they do and we're running into a major problem with the population exploding uh we just got to get out there and hunt them and we're coming into the time of year where it's about to get really really good if you are interested in getting into to hunting if you've never done it before um I encourage you to reach out to a hog hunter. Um, somebody, it may take you multiple tries to reach out to a landowner. Somebody, you just got to be persistent. Somebody's going to give you permission or somebody's going to take you um, because hog hunting is such a, uh, it's, it, hogs are such a problem. Guys, you know, ranchers with, with uh, land, farmers with land, when you have to go hunt a whitetail, there's always that hesitation um, because whitetail is different. There's a limit on whitetail. Uh, wild hogs, there's no, there's no limit. You can go out there. And they're not looked at as like the trophy either. You know, in my eyes, there's trophy hogs. I'm very excited. I got a boar on camera this this past week that uh, looks to be a stud. I want to get his head. I want to get a European mount. Um, put it in my office. I think it'd be a really cool mount. I've, I got pigs all. I got pig heads all over the farm. I've just never really taken the time to do anything with them. Uh, but I'm gonna do that this year, uh, hopefully. Um, but there's just not that like majestic feel, uh, on a wild hog as there is a white tail. So if you're really interested in getting into hunting, this is the best way to do it. Do your part, get signed up in the tournament. Heck, you might win something. Um, but that's going to do us on time guys. I, I want to say, you know, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you have any questions about joining the tournament, true hog hunters tournament, army hog hunters tournament, like I said, uh, uh, feel free to, to email me at the sound Charlie at the sounder podcast.com. Uh, we are going to be, uh, getting into the army hog hunters, uh, TV series, We're filming that here, uh, in January. So stay tuned. We'll be, uh, of course, filming in January and then the show will be released later in 2022, uh, so that's a lot, something to look forward to, and we'll be doing it out of a helicopter as well. There's uh, a lot of big things coming in the hog hunting world, and if you are interested in getting signed up, this is the newest thing to hog hunting as far as tournament goes. We're going to be giving away a lot of prizes, and uh, you have a chance to win something. So if you're already out there hunting hogs, get signed up and uh, win yourself a prize. Guys, I'm out of here. I want to say thanks for tuning in. Y'all have a good weekend. 
Best of luck this dove season. Best of luck this deer season. Hope you all have a good one. Take it easy.